this is uh, Alt Wave episode five. Uh, five episodes. I can't believe we did it. I'm so proud, mom. I, this is for you. This is for you, mom. I really, I really. Oh, I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. Well, uh, this week I interviewed uh, my homie Rich. Uh, we came up at community college together. We knew each other a couple of years. He's a designer, doing a lot of just creative uh, projects right now: photography, graphic design. Uh, really trying to do it all, and uh, we stopped by and chat for a while, had some nature sounds going, doing it out in the open, it was real good stuff. Um, you can follow him at Richie.Raw on Twitter, Rich Myang, M-Y-A-I-N-G, I think I'm spelling that right, on uh, Facebook, and then Richie.Raw on Twitter, uh, if you want to keep track of him. I think it's Richie.Raw on Snapchat too, so um, that's cool. Yeah, so uh, um, the interview was really good, and uh, season one, dropping soon, got the blanks all printed and fresh, they look beautiful. Uh, so excited to share this uh, share this with you guys. It's you know it's a project like a couple years in the making, and I feel like you're really gonna enjoy it. Uh, you can follow me at uh, Logan Spires on Facebook, The Alt Wave on Facebook, Spires Logan on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and also on Instagram you can follow me at um, The Alt Wave. Also, we just got a fresh new website, TheAltWave.com. You can listen to all the episodes. Uh, there, if you don't want to listen on SoundCloud, um, we're also going to be putting it on iTunes soon. Uh, a lot of big things, a lot of big changes. Um, definitely keep in touch for updates. It's really awesome. And uh, enjoy the episode and have a great day. Peace. Okay, we out here. Episode 5, All Wave Radio. We got the homie Rich. What up, what up? What up? Okay, it's been a minute, man. I haven't seen you in a couple months. Man, it's been a while. It's been a while. Had to, had to, get, out the, had to get out the projects. Had oh, to get out. Absolutely. I don't. I'm. I'm Probably never gonna come back. Don't come back. You come back as a country boy. Come back. I know. That's. Dog, I'm telling you. That's why you're telling me you're into country music now. On that, I heard you so. You heard you about to start driving a tractor, on that. <laughs> on that real good country boy shit. Man, I'm just trying to stay away from that lifestyle. I'm just trying to put my creative talents to good use. You know, um, you came and you can't even ask me who my friends are. I wouldn't tell you. But you know your boy uh, Logan Spires. Always kept it real. Came back. Showed love. <laughs> came, he came. He's the hero. Yeah. Ah. Okay, so uh, talking about creative vision, let's get into that. What uh, what main creative projects are you kind of working with right now? So as of right now, you know, I'm in a territory, you know, a city where people are stingy with their money. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing that I'm currently working on that I want to work on, but, you know, people usually hit me up for, like, um, just something that'll benefit their company mm-hmm. and them as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, next month, I'm working on um, a wedding photography, mm-hmm. and another person wants me to do their uh, pictures for their website for the military firm, which is kind of exciting. And graphic-wise, um, managing a few artists out here, and they just, they always want to be up to date with their album artworks and right. cover art. So, other than that, you know, nothing for me as a person. Mm-hmm. I'm always just helping somebody else. So, you, know. so you said, like, managing artists, like, do you want to, like, kind of go into that? Like, are you just, um, so are you just, like, working with them? Are you, like, on a label? Like, how are you, you kind of going about that? Um, I've been managing recording artists for a very long time. Those who want to come up and be on the rise. But as of right now, you know... I'm managing this one dude named Lee, and he's just, you know, your average white boy, I'm trying to make it in the game. He's a rap artist, and uh, there's another dude named Kenny, but before 
I used to manage this one artist named Advocate, mm-hmm. and uh, we used to just basically take over, like start shows, um, take over theaters, and etc. So you know, I'm trying to do something extremely different than from what I did in the past to what I'm doing now. So other than that, yeah, man, like, and when I, when I mean something different. I mean, like, hand out fan gear with his face on it. Mm-hmm. You know, I never did Illustrator before, but I made sure that I constructed his face to make it make it look exactly like him, so people can know who it is from a distance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So uh, you talked about your past. Let's kind of like talk about uh, like growing up and stuff. Like, kind of where'd you where'd you come up? Well, I was born and raised in Silver Spring, Maryland. Um, I moved to the Eastern Shore. And then I moved here mm-hmm. to Hagerstown, but I feel like the comparison between the Eastern Shore and here is no different, but you're just surrounded by a body of water mm-hmm. and you're even more stuck. <laughs> so, unless you have transportation. So. Yeah. Um, so, like, you came up, so you came up in Hagerstown, uh, when was that? I moved here in Hagerstown three years ago, around. Was it 2013? 2013. Yeah. And November of 2013. Okay. So, uh, so we actually met, we met at HCC when we were both in, uh, community college. And, right. Um, I know we definitely, we definitely met through, like, through design and we also were, like, both fucking with music and fashion. Um, where, how did you kind of come up as a, as a designer? So, you, uh, so you, did you go to high school on the Eastern Shore then? Um, I did go to high school on the Eastern Shore, yeah. Okay. But when I was in high school, they had no type of programs for me to put my graphic design to use. Okay. So I only took, like, general studies there. Uh-huh. Um, but when I was in school, not to sound like a nerd or anything, no, no. but I feel like the math and the English made, like, made my mindset so broad. Mm-hmm. You know, I hated school. Always skipped school. Mm-hmm. You know, always looked at banners, always looked at logos, and kept telling my friends, like, you know, that's going to be me one day. But everybody thought it was a joke. But now I'm out here doing what I love to do. And now that I'm actually doing what I would, what was always, you know, things that I always wanted to do, they're asking me for projects. And I feel like, you know, you can't really say no. You just got to continue on and forget, you know, forgive and forget what they mm-hmm. said. So so were you all, then were you just kind of always into design or did you start to like take, uh, take notice to it at a certain age? always been into design you know my mom is an artist herself and mm-hmm. she always was hands-on you know she was never a technology type of person she always liked the paint brushes to the canvases mm-hmm. so with photoshop you know i was introduced to photoshop and you know when you do like um when you create a project mm-hmm. either uh, for all adobe things that one piece that you're drawing on is considered a canvas mm-hmm. and i've always wanted to you know I'm so glad they came up with the Wacom tablet. Therefore, I feel like, you know, okay, well, I'm not doing it, you know, with the paintbrush. I'm actually doing it with the, an electronic pen where mm-hmm. I can either change it to a pen or a paintbrush. Mm-hmm. So I have, you know, it's very diverse with that one pen and that one pad that you're working on. I mean, I definitely feel that. I feel like the, like, kind of like the graphics tablets really did a good job of bridging the gap because a lot of people, like, when it comes to mouse working like that, they can't, like, teach their body to like work it like that but then once you have that tablet it's a very like direct translation from pen pen and paper to uh to like this tablet and the pen the stylus and i feel like it's very easy it's very fluid 
and you see a lot of people pick it up really easily, which can you know elevate the design game. It's very, it's very hard when you when you pick up the mouse versus the pen because you have to put your whole hand on that mouse. But when you pick up the pen, you know everybody was born and raised on how to write, mm. and um, all you have to do is just you know hold it like you're holding a pen and pencil and you'll be satisfied but then again like a lot of people do not know how to hold a pen, the the Wacom um, pens mm-hmm. but me I just look at them like yo what the fuck <laughs> like you don't know how to write like, it's the same thing and then you know I, I guess it's it relates to people being picky so you know uh, so you know if you definitely if you say you you know your mom was an artist and like design was kind of always around you when did you first get into like making design making a design I, I've well I started designing back in elementary school I started drawing my favorite cartoons mm-hmm. and it was pretty sad because ever since I started drawing <laughs> and so coloring <laughs> I was like my mom used to clean out my room. Yeah. So it's like, she said, all right, it's time to get rid of these things. And I was like, no, I really want those. But she said, you'll get better over time. So it, it touched me. <laughs> and I just started getting better. <laughs> I didn't give, so she didn't care. So I was like, all right, well, she lived this life already. Uh-huh. So I don't care. But I really did care. Dog, I totally understand because my mom, she went to art school. She does like creative projects, and I don't even show her my stuff because all you want with your mom is to be like, "Oh, I love it! Like I'm so proud of it. Let me put it on the fridge." Right. She was like, mm, "Those lines are off, and like that shading's off." And I was like, "Mom, <laughs> I just need you to love me right now. <laughs> just like motivate me." Come I know, on. right? I just want like mom love, and she's like, mm, "You need to step that game up, son." <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, like we all go through things, like especially when she when it came to throwing away my toys. It hurt me, but those same toys is what I was drawing. <laughs> so <laughs> I had no choice but just to have nightmares and dream about either that pa- that paper that I drew on or that toy that I had. So it's like, Damn. whatever. Out here I live in a designer, designer nightmare. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <It's> so sad. <laughs> um, so, uh, what, so you kind of you know, started off drawing and stuff. When did you first get into like designing and getting into like the digital uh, style? Well... Once I was in middle school, in the sixth grade on up to the eighth grade. So what, I, around what year is it? Well, we had it. We had it right. When I was in the sixth grade, I was, it was 2006. When I was in the seventh grade, it was 2007. Okay. So I was always like accurate. I didn't even have to worry about the, what day it was, what, what year it was. I just had to relate back to my grade. So it was easier for me. But at the same time, like back in the sixth grade, I took a course called uh, Introduction to... Uh, HTML. Okay. So that's how I started, you know, getting the use of me doing uh, designing. Mm-hmm. And uh, every time my mom told me, you know, go to you, it's bedtime. I'm like, I'm doing my homework. Right. But I wasn't doing my homework. I was just trying to figure out, you know, you go up to view source, and I was just trying to figure out like, how did they create this video game? How did they create Google? How did they do this? Mm-hmm. And um, every and I always went on Google and looked up like, okay, well, this is a cool photo. Let me draw it. And I was showed my showed my mom, and she was like, what is this? I said it's a photo. Believe it or not, it was like Urban Design or like Jay Z and yeah. Shine and Lil Wayne and stuff like that. So it was like, 
you know but mom look this is the view source i want to see how they drew it but she told me that they drew it and they took a picture and they uploaded it on google so you know i felt really smart at that age <laughs> yeah, so yeah. it's like you know technology has uh increased a lot like all you have to do is take a picture with your phone and upload it and it's already on google so it's like it's different it's a different era and a different way of how i think nowadays obviously mm-hmm. so so what uh what what would you say your your influences are growing up like you know was it just your mom or who kind of like inspired you as a as an artist and a creative person um the the person that inspired me the most was possibly my mom and my grandfather mm-hmm. now was he a artist as well or what was he doing my grandfather he has his own company called RM Decorating uh-huh. so he's not much of a, a artist mm-hmm. he's more of a like painter a, okay. Yeah, so he he knows the strokes. Pause. <laughs> Pause. Ultra fine. <laughs> Stroke is phenomenal. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> yo, he knows what he's doing in life. So, I mean, he's like 60-something, still stroking in the game, you know. Oh, Fucking the game hard. So, you know, my mom, she, as, as you guys know, I was, she's a painter. And she still does it t- today, but she picked up another... another um, thing that makes her feel happy and which is uh she's designing and trying to be a fashion designer now. Oh right. Yeah. So, so is she doing a lot of sewing work or Yeah, she's she thinks she does. Oh yeah. Damn. Really really not trying to have either of our moms listen to this podcast. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my mom is forty two and she's crocheting already. <laughs> so that's something you do when you're retired, but I can't question her. So Dog, then then you start going to bed early, you start watching Jeopardy and it's <laughs> yeah. all over man. You get that senior discount. It's uh, a wrap. Yeah man, that family feud. <laughs> so did you have any uh besides the family, did you have any like outside influences like uh like artists or even like musicians or anything or Um absolutely like, you know, I had you know, uh, I don't know if you guys know who um, Eiffel 65, I think it was. That you know that song? Weird. I'm blue, da dee da That was my favorite song to the point where my mom threw the CD out the car, song. Damn. And it was her CD. So. <laughs> bumping too hard. Yes, exactly. And regardless, like the CD was scratching and I was still trying to fill in the blanks. Damn. So, I mean, like I really didn't care after that. Um, then I started listening to. Um, Little Wayne, I, I told my mom he was the best rapper alive, and he kind of fell off. Kanye fell off. Jay-Z, Nas, Tupac, Biggie. But what 10-year-old was listening to Tupac? So I felt like I was really different. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, but at the same time, you're around my age, so you probably were listening to that around my age as well. But this generation, definitely not going to listen to that. they rather listen to, like, you know, trapping and... Doing stuff that they that they really want to do, but they can't do it as of right now. I feel like here's the thing. My thing about it is, I feel like you could do it now more than ever, because literally, like, I was planning this project, and I was just like, you know, fuck it, let's just start doing it. And I've been like, I didn't. There's, it's not like now where you go, like, man, I gotta plan some studio time. It's like, bro, you got so much technology. All you gotta do is like, you just gotta have an idea and some hustle, right. and you can make it happen. I feel like now is the best time because the internet is basically like. The internet makes up, like, you don't need to have, you know, oh, man, I'm, like, driving this Benzo, and now I'm at a party, and people saw me, and then I started getting connected. Mm -hmm. Like, I have so many cats that I haven't met that I'm just, like, talk to over the internet, and I think that's so awesome. Like, I feel like it's a a good time, and I feel like a lot of cool stuff is coming out of it. Like, there's so much music nowadays that there didn't used to be. It used to be, like, 
Definitely. It used to be like 20 good albums a year or something. And now we're literally like every week there's heat. Yeah, every week there's something different. And, you know, if I want to be a part of society, you know, being different isn't... It, it's not as easy as you think it is, you know, because when you're being different, you really want your homeboys to be different as well. Mm-hmm. But if they're flowing with society and they're trying to drag you in to be a bad influence, you stick your foot in and you're like, oh, I'm not feeling this. And they just drag you right in. But when you're trying to get out, it's too late. So that's why, you know, I keep my circle really small, you know, because I don't want nobody to take me in a direction that I really don't want to go. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know... You can't tell me an artist as of right now, and I won't be able to tell you who the hell that is. I can't tell you who that song is. Like, somebody just got me introduced to Kodak Black, and I don't even know who that is. Why the kid is wild right now? I heard. I heard he's wild. But, I mean, he... You can't You can't hate, you can't hate on their, their hustle. Oh, no. Like, I'm just happy to see people, like, grinding and trying to, like, elevate the, uh... Like, the culture. Just, like, just music and, and art. You know, just any type of creative expression as a culture. That's really what... Definitely. I'm just here to try and contribute, you know? I feel like that's what everyone needs to be. It's just, like, you know, we're all trying to build... Like, we're all just a bunch of Legos trying to build a... <laughs> yeah, Trying right. to build a tower. Like, let's put our pieces in. Let's make something beautiful, you know? I mean, hey, hey, that used to be one of the, uh, the slogans, you know? You have to work together. And I feel like people are taking working together a little bit too far. But, I mean, if that's what they want to do... What do you mean? What do you mean by that? Um, just like, uh, I know you've seen on like uh, social media where this one dude turned his hair purple, I mean pink, and um, another one was blue, and they were like in a music group, I think it was. Really? Then you have Wiz Khalifa doing uh, purple hair, like Reggie from uh-huh. Rocket Power. Uh-huh. So it was kind of, you know, it's kind of different. Um, and I, as you can tell, back in the day, you didn't see Nas or Jay-Z have any type of color hairstyle unless it was their natural hair uh-huh. so it's like you know it, it's different and uh the farthest that people ever went was grills uh-huh. <laughs> grills are still popping but at the same time it's like what you have on your grill and how is your appearance looking with that grill you mm-hmm. feel me so do you feel like like kind of like that 90s maybe even early 2000 time do you think that was like a, a better time for art or what art or- yes Financially, no. What do you and what do you mean by that? Trying to explain all that. Um, financially, well, let's see. Drug. It's all about drugs, you know. Like back in the day, back in it shout used out, to shout be. Shout out to drugs. Yeah, shout out to drugs all the way. <laughs> all <laughs> the drugs. <laughs> then back off drugs, back whatever. Off drugs. But back in the day, you know, you had Nas and everybody rapping about drugs to help their parents, you mm-hmm. know. But now it's like. People in this generation are rapping about drugs to please a woman mm-hmm. before they please their parents. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, everybody wants to get money, but their parents are millionaires. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, everybody tried to be money, and it was like the one of the highest uh, poverty years. Mm-hmm. You know so, I mean? so you do you think that uh, because maybe because you had a lot of influences from your family, you feel like family comes, you know, kind of first. Family does come first. Mm-hmm. Regardless, because nobody has you like your your, your mom in some instances. You know, mm-hmm. some dads are not even there. Some dads are like, "Yo, I'll be at my next girl's house. Yeah, just hit me up if you need anything." But when you need something, they be like, "Oh, I can't. I don't have it right now." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I mean that that never changed because that that always stayed consistent. Shout out to my deadbeats, <laughs> but at the same time, it's just like 
be there for your child, you know, guide them in the right direction. Because mm-hmm. I'm not saying this is truly accurate, but the parents nowadays are like single mothers mm-hmm. trying to raise eight kids at one time. And, you know, they don't really have their fathers in their life. And they're just out there trying to get it because they, they see their parents struggling. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, they forget why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, yo, I got my homies here. Let's go. Let's go kill shit. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So they don't have no true meaning on why they want to do what they're doing. But at the same time, it's like, I'm doing it. Now, did you have a relationship with your father? It took me 18 years to have a relationship with my mm-hmm. dad. And still to this day, I sent him a text like a, a month ago. I still didn't even get that reply back. Shout oh, out damn. to the deadbeats once damn. more. <laughs> damn. <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, you know, it, it, he's going through some stuff right now. And, um... Don't worry, I'm sure he'll listen to the episode and, and get it back. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if he didn't want to reply back to my text, I'm going to take this episode and reply like 10 <laughs> times, see if he see if he gets the point on why I was trying to get I'm, his attention. I mean, if anything, I'm just in for the views, bro. <laughs> hey, that's it. I mean, that's all you got to do. Like, yo, dad. And I'm going I'm to I'm I'm subtitle it. Eat, huh. Like, episode one, episode two. <laughs> Therefore, I can get like 10 views from my pops. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, creatively... Um, what are you doing? What have you been doing lately? Man, I've just been trying to get my education on, you know. I have seizures, so it's, like, kind of hard for me to go anywhere in life as of right now. Mm-hmm. I'm learning on how to control that, so it's, like, and oh, I've yeah. been doing a good job. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about that. I mean, uh, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about it. Do you want to talk about, uh, like, your epilepsy and how that's, like, kind of influenced you? Um... Well, like I said, I was traveling from city to city in the state of Maryland. Mm -hmm. And my mom had seizures. And my twin brothers have seizures. But my sister got lucky. And Mm -hmm. she doesn't have seizures at all. And when I have seizures, I got lucky because they're easy for me to control sometimes. Mm -hmm. My seizures and my dad's side, they have anxiety. So my seizures are, I believe, are controlled by the anxiety. Mm -hmm. But, you know... I feel like that's something that God has for me. You know, I was reckless back in the day around the middle school and the high school era. But if it wasn't for the seizures, like, there wouldn't be no type of breaks for me. Mm-hmm. I was always flowing with the crowd, you know. And that's the reason why I'm trying to get everybody to, you know, do your own thing. Because I, I've been through I've been through that, you mm-hmm. know. Nobody wants to get locked up, you know. And I, and I see how people are when their friends get locked up. And it, and it hurts them. So... I was just, every time I have a seizure, I take that and I used I used to be able to draw what I've seen when I had the seizures, you know. I've dislocated my shoulder like at least 10 times. Yeah, yeah. And every time, like I, I had a, a seizure on the Eastern Shore when I went down there for senior week. And I was, they said, Richard, don't move. I'm like, yo, why? Let me just get up. My shoulder was, like, on the other side. Like, my arm was on the other side. And I looked over. I was like, oh, shit. I didn't know my arm can do a 360 like that. You feel me? So it was, like, it was just kind of hard for me to uh, get over that because I was the very first time. Then I started having some. I was like, oh, shit. Here we go. Let's go to the hospital. Um, and it benefited me and my talents because, you know, if I was out every single time, I'm not going to really have the time to put it to my the creative side of me you know but as of now when I have seizures 
it's just like, alright, well, let me take this time to start drawing stuff, start doing photography. Let me just stay out of trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. I've been through it, I've seen it, and friends-wise, I'm not, like, I feel like I'm involved with it, and nobody wants to be a witness when it comes to, like, something bad that's gonna go, go mm-hmm. down, so... Yeah. So like has that uh like is it affected by uh working digitally? Has that has that been a problem to you at all or is it not usually affecting you too much? Um every time when it, well, digitally yes and how. Like I mean, I don't know if yours are like I know sometimes they can be like light sensitive. Oh, okay. And, like and I don't know if just working on a computer cuz even me, I mean even me just if I'm spending like 6 7 hours on the computer, my eyes are hurting afterwards and I just don't know how that can affect you and kind of like Lim- put limits on you uh, Well A lot of people Keep telling me You know what Asking me that question Like why Does the um, The Blinking lights Trigger things And stuff like that And the too much Straining your eyes On a computer And stuff like that Nah It, it never It never Never really affected me And I actually Tried it for the first time And a lot of my friends Were paranoid at the time but you wouldn't believe where I went. Uh, laser tags. Laser tag. Oh, laser fuck. tag. I feel like that would be so dangerous. It was. It it, it was. And you get zapped. Every, you get zapped in real life, son. True, but at the same time, when when they came and I had my hand on my shoulder, it was like, "Oh, Rich, you good?" Zink, zink. Damn, God, son. That's like, cold blooded. So it's like you got no honor, man. Not at all. Like it's it's fun. I mean, it's not fun to have seizures. But at the same time, it's cool to to have somebody. That I love having seizures. Like team seizures on my shirt. But at the same time, like I just like knowing. I like to know who's truly there for me when I have a seizure. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have it for the rest of my life. And my mom's seizure free, mm-hmm. and that's been twenty years. Knock on wood. So I hope she continues to live being seizure free. And I hope that, you know, my time will come mm-hmm. when it comes to being seizure free. And I just want to, you know, be able to be responsible. And, you know, everybody wants to be independent. So as of right now, like, I hate being dependent. And, um, like, a few days ago, actually, somebody was like, yo, Rich, you need a ride? I'm like, yo, fuck y'all. You know, because I was like, went down there, get a haircut. And I was like, yo, can you pick me up? He said, no, I'm doing something. Call somebody else. I'm doing something. Just take a bus back. I walked all the way from downtown back to HCC. Mm-hmm. No games at all. I don't like being dependent. Mm-hmm. I like being independent. Because if I'm dependent, then that means I want somebody to, you know, help me do my photography, my graphic design. You know, I don't want it, I don't want to be the, the king of dependence, you know? So it's just like, I actually like to know that I can do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Therefore, like, I'm testing my seizures to say, like, how far can I go without having a seizure? Mm-hmm. So it's... You know, it's it's beneficial to me in some instances. So do you feel like, um, you talked about, like, dependence. Do you feel like if you, like, rely on people with certain things, like needing rides and stuff like that, it affects your... Because you're talking about needing dependence for photography, you feel like if you need someone's help in one thing, you'll think that you need help in everything? Or how does that kind of work? Um, I tend to keep my personal life away from my... Uh, I guess your professional life? Yeah, as my versus my professional life, correct. And, um... Got the two phones, got the trap phone. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Making, yeah. Sending pictures off the trap phone. Absolutely. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, man. Like, you don't you don't want to mix, mix your social life because then people are going to be like, yo, they're going to, like, instill this negative vibe, you know. But when you're doing, like, professional things, they instill this 
trusting vibe because mm-hmm. they you know they trust you at the same time you have a group of people that you know that you may trust mm-hmm. or you don't trust mm-hmm. and I usually put the people I trust inside my other phone just in case you know I really need to be de- dependent mm-hmm. so it's like it's a very if it, it's a very different type of structure that I live on because obviously you know you have to have backup so I really don't live by the same rule on a daily or same cycle on a daily so so we uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but what music have you been listening to lately? If you just got put Jeez. on the Kodak, what else has been? I might been... have to go through my phone on that one. Go through the phone, damn. I mean, so let's start off with the genres. Like I I pump a lot of, I've been pumping a lot of reggae lately. Weird, well, like who? Um, Kali Buds. Okay. You have Vibes Cartel. Uh-huh. Free Buju. <laughs> um, sometimes I'm in. Uh, Bob Marley's and his sons. They they get me back on track. All fifteen of them oh. got mad got mad kitties. <laughs> Shout out to his grandchildren as well. Oh my god, he got uh, so many kids. Um You fuck with Peter Tosh? I think he does reggae as well. Or might be thinking someone else. I don't think I heard of him before. No. I think I I read about him one time. I, don't <laughs> know was, I was I never even heard of him, nah. Uh, Elephant Man. Elephant Man? Yeah. What uh what hip hop have you been bumping lately? Hip hop. That damn rap music. Damn. Um The Old Little Wayne. The old Little Wayne. Now what what do you define as the old Little Wayne? Little Wayne has changed in so many different ways from vocal wise. Mm-hmm. You know, when he hopped on those mean, nasty beats, it was like, Oh, you know it's going down. Mm-hmm. But now he's on some R and B mode, some He'll even do some country music if he has to. I think he's trying to trying too hard, and I feel like he got the memo. That's why he's not really making as much music now. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, like hang up your equipment. You're a legend. We yeah. understand. Yeah. But once you start kissing Birdman, I don't know. It's a fifty-fifty legend going on right now. And that was a while back, but still, you never know what they do behind the scenes. So do you feel like, as an artist, you feel like if you're not creating at a certain level, you shouldn't be made. You shouldn't be like putting it out there. Do you feel like? Like, like for Lil Wayne, for example, because he's not creating like real, like real quality stuff, he should kind of just like step back. Or what do you think? No, because that contradicts to what I said before about you know all the artists doing their thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't really hate on them. You know, you just have to. If that's you, that's you. I, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, as long as I can, you know, we all have the right to say whatever we want, mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean you have to listen. Yeah. Um. I mean, uh. Trying to think. Besides, um, besides design work, what else have you been kind of getting into lately? Any, uh, cause I mean, actually, mm-hmm. I've been meaning to ask this earlier. How do you, uh, how are you? St- you still working at the one spot, right? No, I quit Nike. Damn! Shout out to Nike. Shout yeah. out Black Mamba. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out Kobe. <laughs> Shout out to the King LeBron. Um, <laughs> you know I'll text you back later. I've been busy. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, um, what do you, so how do you kind of balance work and school? Because I know that's that's a huge problem that a lot of the people I work with or I'm working is just like trying to balance everything. How do you how do you try and balance that? Um. Well, it's been easy for me. You know, I I don't really. I quit all my jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to work at Paxson as well. Really? Yeah, I used to be uh, one of the managers there before I left Nike. At the the one at the Alice? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. This was after I left though. 
Yeah. Okay. I thought you were coming back, but I guess not. Your dog never came back. Nah, don't ever. Fucking tie my jersey. I'm done. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it to yourself. Um, but I've been doing a lot of freelance, mm-hmm. and I feel like during the time I'm freelancing, mm-hmm. I had I would have to work if I worked at a retail. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, since I'm getting business, I want to put my all into it. Therefore, I can have referrals, mm-hmm. references. Mm-hmm. And um, ever since ever since I started, I did somebody's uh, s- slash future uh, se- senior picks. Mm-hmm. They liked it and they told everybody else about it. Mm-hmm. And um, they were twins, and then they, you know, their friends wanted it, and their friends, then et cetera, et cetera. You mm-hmm. know how that goes. So I put my all into my work now, and I get paid more in a day. Than I did at Nike, mm-hmm. you know, no diss. And uh, matter of fact, this sneak this sneak this sneak this We're gonna tag you in the door. <laughs> Hell yeah, because I, I mean, I saw on um, Twitter. I didn't look at the swoosh the same mm-hmm. because I saw something with beard and it was a swoosh, and you know I have a beard, so it was like if you, this beard should symbolize the swoosh. You know, because Nike is trying too hard if you see their products right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they were better in the past than they are right now. Mm-hmm. You know, because you dealt with Nike products. Oh, yeah. And, how do you, how do you uh, what do you think they're, like, trying too hard on right now? Uh, possibly just their, um, colorway. Colorway? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like on their sneakers, I feel like they can do much better than that. You think uh, you think they're like trying to like be out there too much, or what do you think? Cause you can see me personally. I feel like streetwear right now is really so monochromatic with just like black, white, and gray. Yeah. That I feel like that's a huge part of it. Is like everyone's just trying to be on like some goth boy shit, which can be tight, or like some all white shit. But I feel like there's so much good stuff in between, and I feel like not enough people are kind of bringing that out there, like bringing kind of like that energy. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I broke out of the monochromatic stage due to the fact that. I have like 30 pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. 30 plus actually, I forgot what's in my closet, and I had to branch off to get certain colors, because I'm not going to look like uh, the old time television shows, yeah. you know what I mean, I want to be able to let them see what I'm capable of putting together, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and you, you're printing t-shirts, Oh yeah. so you know, you're adding different um, neon mm-hmm. type colors mm-hmm. so just in case like if you wanted to sling me a shirt I need to be able to know that I have colors to match that mm-hmm. but I feel like at the same time it's like you know it's a waste of money because I'm only gonna wear this shoe with this shirt mm-hmm. you know I'm not gonna go out there and bust my ass off just to find this one color that'll match my shoe mm-hmm. so it, it'll come um, and I got 30 pairs plus because I feel like you know each day you have a different type of vibe mm-hmm. and you want to impress all the baddies for some people or you want to you know please yourself and see what type of vibe you'll get mm-hmm. throughout that whole entire day so it's like it's different so do you feel uh do you feel like clothing is a, is really important like form of expression to you not necessarily cuz somebody can see you from a distance i guess from a distance it'll be a mm-hmm. uh, form of Ex- I would have to say that's in an exposure category, uh, mm-hmm. category, but you know, you as a person, it's up to you to maintain your personality because it's easy to get rejected nowadays. 
because I feel like everybody knows how much the world is uh, population is. So one person isn't gonna change them whatsoever. They're yeah. not gonna change their mentality at all. So you know, I mean, having the right. Obviously, somebody's not gonna talk to you if you look like a bum. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's just like make sure you you look good, yo. Like mm. make sure your shit is together. Or I'm going straight to my computer and designing you up a fresh ass logo to mm. throw on that shirt mm. and hitting my man's Logan up to print that it's shit not, on yeah. that shirt. You feel me? So, so so do you feel like it's not so much about the expression, more just like you need to always stay looking proper. Always. Always. Impressions is everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know what's out there. Mm-hmm. You know, all you can be thankful of uh, is of what you have at that given point mm-hmm. and the fact that you're able to wake up to see the next day. You know, because not everybody's promised the next day. That's so deep. Oh my so God. deep. It looks like sticks <laughs> that on a pillow. <laughs> yeah, <me too. laughs> um, so what, what kind of design uh, up to date, because you've been doing it for such a long time, what are you most proud of? Like what particular piece or like series or project are you most proud of? As of right now, I worked on this logo that I wanted to do for my radio uh, stream, and it was called Rhythmatic Play. Mm-hmm. And the logo was a just a circle with uh, it was a green circle with a border with a drop shadow with a play button, which was white, and it you can see right through that green. And then it's just spelled the letter R. Mm-hmm. And then at the bottom, you had, like, the Rhythmatic. And then it had, like, the Play logo. Mm-hmm. So, oh, and behind the Play button, it had, like, a, the tunes. Mm-hmm. So it was it was kind of different. And um, I'm really I'm really proud of that piece. But, you know, you have haters out there that's going to be like, oh, uh, you, this could do this, this can do that. Do you think that's, your, your like, your best piece that you've done today, or...? No, not at all. I mean, I've... Uh, well... Graphic design, yes. Photography wise, no. And For, it's now photography wise, like what what photo shoot or picture are you most proud of? I did a photo of two twins laying Wait, were down. They, were they girls? Because I think I saw those. Those turned out really well. Yeah, definitely. Yep, they were the Asian girls. The Asian girls. Yeah. Oh, I don't see race, bro. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I just see all one color. <laughs> Yo, I look great as fuck. I look blind. <laughs> but no, nah, like. Um, I don't want to say their names because I mean, no, that's, yeah, yeah, I got you. Um, but yeah, definitely on the Antietam battlefield, that was something really different mm-hmm. that I've never done before, and I'm really proud of that. Was that one of your first shoots, or had you had you had done a couple before that? I didn't do shoots. I was going around taking pictures okay. of, you know, like nature scenes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But as of people that wanted the shoots done, that that was my first one. Yeah. Now, where do you, uh, talking about nature, like, kind of what is, what do you look for for inspiration now if you're trying to, like, either create a piece or, like, do a shoot or take some pictures or whatever? Where do you, uh, who do you see, like, what do you look for for inspiration? Is there, like, a website or a type of person? Like, kind of where do you go for inspiration? Um, I guess it depends on who asked me for what. Uh-huh. Um, because when somebody asks me for something and they say, can you do this? I'm not going to say no. So I usually just... When they ask me to do something, I'm like, yeah, I can do this. Mm-hmm. But I'll quickly go to Google or I'll quickly go to YouTube to see if I am capable of doing it. 
You know, I have a short time frame, so of course I'm going to do it. Um, but I mainly get inspiration by just, like, walking around, taking walks, you know, uh, picturing all the pieces of work that I did in the past mm-hmm. and try to, you know, try to combine it in a way. You know, and I and it's kind of weird, but people people can relate to it. You know, like, Gen Ed's actually doesn't do shit for you in your life mm-hmm. but at the same time it broadens your mindset mm-hmm. it, it it expands the storage in your mind you know oh, yeah. and, and it's different you know a lot of people be like oh I don't care I don't care but shout out to all the people that actually go to school and at the end of the day still say school isn't for me I'm pretty sure that's both me and you I mean I like where I'm at right now is I've it's like as my creativity my, as my creative projects start to like pop off a little bit I'm definitely like I, I see the purpose of school because I've learned a lot and I've gotten so much better like where I was at like a year or two years ago but there's definitely part of me that's like man I wish I could just do this full time exactly so I have mixed feelings so right now I'm my goal is to basically like create this foundation so by the time I'm done with school like I can just kind of like slide into it yeah definitely because uh, that's I mean that's my main goal but I mean I definitely understand when you're talking about like gen eds like I have a lot of art history classes in college and like half the time like it's cool but for me I get so much so much inspiration from yeah, them yeah. and I just try like I got a notebook full of just like half notes and have just sketches and designs and ideas and that's you know, a huge it's source it's really cool because actually I just came back from uh, Pittsburgh and I went to the Andy Warhol Museum and his stuff is so diverse mm-hmm. and it's crazy because some of the stuff are actually like on canvases um and some of them are like boxes stacked on each other yeah. and stuff like that he he liked Campbell's mm-hmm. but when I started seeing that type of stuff and the way he put hues together and like I said earlier like I feel like certain colors need to match with each other but yeah. the way Andy Warhol put together colors that did not match made me realize like that's possible. Mm-hmm. I mean, we and perception is really strong, man. Mm-hmm. Like, possibly my perception or our perception is going to change in a few years. I mean, it might even change in a few seconds. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard to actually c- control your perception because you may be looking at one thing and judge it at one stance, but you get on the other side and you're like, that's not how I seen it mm-hmm. so it's angles and perception is really strong so uh is is Andy Warhol someone you like after seeing him do you like look to him as an influence now or do you think it was kind of more of an isolated thing or do you see uh-huh. like cause as I mean he's definitely one of those guys that really kind of changed the game and like bringing pop culture into art like he was like with is you know a huge thing nowadays with the internet definitely um I don't see Andy Warhol. He's definitely one of my top five. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't... Now, what is... Now, what's that top five, then? Top five? Now, is this just artists, or who, who do you have, like, a, a running top five? I don't have like? a... I guess I can throw them in a category of top... Ah, fine. Top ten. I would have to, like, take them out and put them inside... Um, Photographers, graphic designers, musicians, etc. So mm-hmm. I guess top five Just inspirational. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and 
he's so, he relate his style of art relates so much to Michael Jackson when it comes to music because I feel like that's where uh, you know both of them are like legends when it came to like pop. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was in a museum, I actually seen Michael Jackson's invitation glove. It was a glove that was an uh, invitation to um, Andy Warhol, and I. I never knew that art um, it can relate to music until I seen that glove. I mean, I did. I do know that art can relate to music because that's where you know you start seeing and start picturing and start gaining ideas on what to do. Like you know, Jay Z talking about the Mona Lisa. You know, you he he you can take that piece and start rapping about it or having like uh, bars. Therefore, it has leaves people thinking. But I didn't. I, it was just such a strong feeling when I seen that glove. It made me realize that both of them are still alive, mm-hmm. but both of them are not here till this day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, kind of like leaving a legacy. Yeah, I mean, beyond that, legacy. They're both legends in many different ways because people till this day still make that museum stand the way it is. Mm-hmm. And it was seven floors. And I remember he was so cre- creative that we had to start at the seventh floor and work our way all the way down to the first floor mm-hmm. to, you know, see where he ended off. Mm-hmm. So it was different. Now, uh, I mean, speaking of kind of like inspirations and legends, where uh, where do you see yourself going? Like, what are your next, like, what is your plan for like the next year as a, as a designer or as, just as a creative? Man, I've been told that I am one of the realest people out here. I've been neglected by many people because people keep telling me that, you know, Rich, they don't like you because you speak the truth. So I feel like many people are just go with the flow type people. You know what I mean? And I'm more used to, I'm more secure. You know, I'm more used to back in the early 2000s where it was like you tell me now or forever hold your hold your peace you feel me and uh i just you know i want to be i've been helping a lot of people although they disrespected me i still help them in many ways you know and i don't ask for anything back so when it comes to like artistic wise like i feel like i want to be a legend you know i want to be able to do my work in peace I want to be able to leave people happy with the pieces that I that I provided for them, mm-hmm. and I'll, but behind that, I want them to know that I was always a good person. Mm-hmm. And um, so, do you feel like like the impression and impact you make on people is important to you? Absolutely, because I sometimes like gain thought, and uh, I, you know, I just look at them like, wow, did I do something to you? <clears throat> and I put that within my art. Um, like honestly, I don't give a shit if if I did anything to anybody. I know I sound hypocritical right now, but at the same time, like you're not gonna disrespect me mm-hmm. after I respected you to the fullest. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they only do that when they're around their people, mm-hmm. and um, it's really cool, you know. I, I respect them, you know, because like I said, I respect people for who they are. But when you see me in public by yourself, don't think that you know we have a, a close relationship. After you just snaked the shit out of me, you feel mm-hmm. me? So, 
I just want to be that legend. I'm pretty sure you want to be that legend. Everybody wants to be that legend. And uh, everybody wants to make history. And that's where I'm trying to aim with mm-hmm. my graphics. You know, I just want to be somebody that's, that has uh, the, the capability to do music, do arts, do graphic design, do photography, mm-hmm. and etc. You know, and it's funny because you're actually doing the stuff that I really wanted to do, like screen printing. Mm-hmm. I have a screen printer upstairs, but I don't know how to use the damn thing. Mm-hmm. You know? You're doing uh, the music. I already want to do music too, but at the same time, like, I feel like focus on one thing, and then build your way up. You know, if you if you're capable of doing two things at one time, do that. But the more you keep switching, the less progress you're gonna make. <clears throat> and I had to find that out the hard way. Mm-hmm. So I feel like photography and graphic design is what I'm gonna stick to as of right now. Mm-hmm. And then later on, once I have like you know possibly even people that want to help me build you know possibly let them do that that uh side of the business and let me pick up another one Mm -hmm. so i mean like as of right now there's not really many true photographers Mm -hmm. there's the photographers are they all they all have a side job um, um, but i feel like when i'm doing a photography the only reason why i picked up photography is because i'm tired of going and doing people's images I want to take my own images and, mm-hmm. and put my graphic design and put it to use mm-hmm. so I feel like it relates in a, in, a, in such a way an extreme way so now uh, now before we wrap this up are there any people you really want to work with in the future or like any whether it be you know more likely or just people that you really respect that you really want to work with in the future well I'm going to start getting into filming um, so whoever wants help just ask for it you know I already know how to master the music I know I can see once I listen to their music I can you know already tell what exactly they want unless they want something different mm-hmm. uh, let's say actors and um, so it's very diverse when it comes to working with people I don't have any preference so whoever wants uh, work just holler at me anybody and nobody in particular or you don't uh my main focus is to work with DJ Khaled or Kanye West. Oh, snap. Hell yeah. I mean, I feel like with hard work, that's the only way you're going to get it done, you know? Hey, whoever comes first, you know, I'm not I'm not begging. So, uh, you're talking about it, you know, just hit you up. Uh, I think as we wrap this up, where can, uh, where can people hit you up or where can people, like, kind of follow you on social media to, like, see what you're up to? Well, for Snapchat, you can follow me at Richie.raw Instagram Rich underscore Epic Soul <laughs> Facebook Rich Myang M-Y-A-I-N-G Twitter Rich underscore Menace Reality Everywhere Okay Yo It's been great talking to you It's been seeing you man. Absolutely man Yo. I appreciate you coming through Of course Okay that's a wrap